0: This podcast is brought to you by MSI's Prestige Creator Setup. The futuristic design makes a bold statement, but what's even more powerful lies inside. Featuring the latest 9th-gen CPU and dual-channel memory, creators can save up to 30% of their time to create and render with MSI's Prestige P100 Desktop. Complete the setup with MSI's 34-inch Prestige Monitor, which supports 4K resolution while also reveling in pure and accurate color hues. The investment matters. Learn more at MSI.com.
1: Prince here with another episode of the Art of Visuals podcast. Today's guest is my boy, Mr. Paul Cyber, aka Beholding Eye on Instagram. He's one of my closest friends out here in the creative world. Known Paul for years now. We've done multiple gallery events, speaking engagements, all types of fun things together. I almost always make sure I, I holler at you when I'm out to New York, except the last few times I've missed you, which has been a little sad, but uh look forward to seeing you after the dust settles with uh, all the chaos out there brother welcome to the show
2: hey thanks so much for having me this is uh it's it's always great to uh well i mean so we're on Skype so it's always great to see your face um but it's always great to just i i always know that we're going to have some laughs and uh we're going to talk about some things that we both are uh, passionate about and uh so it's it's always good to be here thanks thanks <laughs> for having me
1: most definitely it's so funny. Once I take, you see how much brighter I just got. I had Twitter on yeah. in the background, and I was like, "Dude, I like disappeared." I'm like, "Oh, I need to need to open up Google and have that white screen for that soft <laughs> that softbox." I need to have <laughs> I need that key nice. light.
2: <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. I have like, uh, oh no, it's just a window. Usually I have a shade drawn, and it's like it diffuses the light and it's super romantic in here. But
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so how you been, Paul?
2: I've been all right. You know, uh, we are. You know, in the midst of it, we're in the thick of it right now at uh-huh. uh, this point i in two days i'll be four weeks solid in the self isolation here i'm I'm real close to uh the epicenter of the epicenter here um close so- to New York City. I live about ten miles north of New York City, so uh we've been uh life has has been been altered All yeah right. for sure
1: when you say self isolated does that mean like so just like with your family, exclusively,
2: just you, me and my wife. Like I, I haven't seen like anybody. Like I don't. I haven't seen anybody. I went to the store maybe twice and just been going to hikes around me and trying to find ways to exercise around
1: the house. Is this the longest time you've ever just, like I guess in a way, kind of just cut yourself off from the world?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess probably. Before, you know, like I was old enough to have like a beeper or a cell phone. Yeah. Like when you're just kind of, you're waiting for your friends to call, you know, mm-hmm. and they were like, the phone was busy, you know, before a call waiting. That's, you know, this is, it's <laughs> probably 30 years since I've been this kind of detached from anything.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting times. How do you feel about social media and... Do you still I don't know. Do you do you feel like, oh, my gosh, thank God we have social media or does it like sometimes does it feel like it almost interrupts maybe the peaceful moment you might be having?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think with everything there needs to be balance. Right. So like I I would say probably the first like 10, 10 days to two weeks, like I was like I was in it, you know, like I was I was just like I got it, you know. I got something's got to I got to find out more information, you know, like I got to know I got to be on the front lines of all the information that's out there.
1: Yeah.
2: But I think, you know, like as time goes on, like there's like this kind of okay, like so now we're seeing like it's starting now, like in the news, it's starting to transition a little bit out of like the fact giving type of, you know, relaying the information that everybody needs to know to stay healthy and safe. And now we're kind of starting to crossover into like well who's at fault for this you know and like at that point like I just kind of shut off because like look you know we're you know to some degree there's there's fault in a lot of places so it's just kind of like just like just do your part stay home stay healthy uh, try not to take any unnecessary risks to uh, infect people that may not be as healthy as you are right and it's not easy. I mean, but it's but it's I mean, you see all the all the memes of, you know, like, you know, my grandfather, you know, stormed the beaches at Normandy to save the world and like all I have to do is sit on the couch and watch TV. Like
1: <laughs> like in the grand scheme of things, like it's okay. Dude, most dude, I agree. Man, my dude, my mm-hmm. neighbor, I gotta shout out Corbin if you're listening. Uh he's a he's a big YouTube uh youtuber, the Wander family. And uh, he lives across the street from me. Isn't that funny? Yes. Of all the people to move, like move across the street from me, like some big old, like some big YouTuber. Like this isn't yeah. L.A. It's Boise, Idaho. It's not like <laughs> it's the hot <laughs> spot for <laughs> for social media influencers. Until so let's but. turn
2: it into it. Let's like the <laughs> creative like enclave in Boise.
1: <laughs> but dude, him and his family have like take like they got to be like five six weeks into their. Quarantine and like they don't even like come out, like they don't even go for walks. Like, I see them like, he'll come out and open his garage maybe like once a day, maybe do some like pull ups, work out a little bit, uh, and then maybe go for a few like run, like go a quick run around the block a few times and then back inside. But mm-hmm. I mean, they like leave in the packages out front of their house, they come out and like inspect the packages, wipe them down, like pull them in. Like, I'm like, dude, hats off to this guy. If everyone was like, Taking this as seriously as my neighbor, like, dude, this thing would have been nipped in the butt from, you know, who knows how how long ago. And now they're saying, you know, I was reading something this morning that was saying the next two weeks are, like, detrimental. Like, if we don't get this next two weeks right, I mean, we could end up being in our homes most of the summer. Yeah. do you imagine that? Like, missing. And I know you guys right now in New York are having, like, probably one of the most beautiful springs.
2: Yeah yeah it's just it's super it's an early spring for us here um and you know uh but it it, like it it is spring so we get rain and cold and stuff like that but like i feel like the rain and cold is harder when you're inside like for a longer period of time than like being able to look outside and be like oh it's sunny out like at least there's like oh look you know like there's sunny and there's little you know i'm starting to see bees flying around you're like hey that's nice you know like the little things that like can tide you over those little moments. Right. Right. Um, But it's, yeah, it's, it's, we're definitely like when we come out of this, it was like when we started this, there were no leaves on the trees and like trees are blooming here. Like it's, it's like, we're going to come out and everything's going to be fully bloomed. (laughs) Like we're going to miss all the, all the cherry blossoms and all the flowers for springtime. All the, you know, the photographers that get out and, you know, you know, Get their buildings framed around cherry trees and all that kind of stuff yeah. are probably freaking out right now, um, so it's like it's yeah this um we all have missed like a whole season
1: you know yeah. <laughs> it's crazy dude, it is it it's it's i mean it's un it's unheard of, right? What do you think about as far as like being a creative going through this this period, what have you been doing to kind of fill your time the last? four weeks yeah and give me and give me the the life cycle because I'm sure the first like two weeks like you were saying earlier were probably a little different than the yeah. last two weeks or last week you know
2: <laughs> yeah 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 no um definitely I mean so for me like especially in the beginning it was just kind of like all right well let me kind of like it'll be business as usual here and then like And I'm just going to take myself out because originally, so like the reason why I I started so, so long ago, it was even beyond, you know, like what, like the government said it was officially you should be blah, blah, blah. You know, Um, I was supposed to leave and go to Patagonia um, March 27th for a week. So Mm -hmm. I was like, let me take myself out for two weeks. That way I know, like, when I go, I can be like, you know. If this thing blows over and everything is still open, I can go in knowingly saying like I was just I, I took myself out of ice self isolation. I've just like literally came from my house, which I've been in for two weeks, like let's let's go. Right. Um that got cancelled. Um so that's which was like ah, oh, that was like oh, dude, that's the a first, bummer. And that was yeah, your that first was,
1: time the Patagonia. That was your first trip, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. <clears throat> so um yeah, that was that one hurt. Um, who were you going with by yourself or, what was it uh, I was going with, with a couple, um, a couple of my buddies, um, local guy here, Killian Moore, um, mm-hmm. and then another guy who Killian and I, when we went out to Firefall last year, uh, met in Yosemite, um, the Lost Coast, his name's Felipe, um, he sort of set up this trip and then a buddy from, uh, the shooters community in Chicago, Alex, um came aboard. So the four of us were going, we had a place to stay. We had a, we had a guide in Chile that was going to bring us places. And like, so we were all like, yes, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) Um, and like just flat tired us and, uh, never took off. So unfortunately, um, which then like, you know, once you realize that's happening, then like all the legwork that you were doing to get brands to come on board, like you just kind of like everything kind of like that first week, of really realizing so probably ten ten days ago or something like that was like it was just it was super hard to accept it was deflating. Mm. Like and then you're like, whoa, oh my gosh, like I was getting paid to do this. I was getting paid to do that. Like this person reached out to me for this. Like and like the spring like the spring was moving, right? And I was like, woo, let's go. Right. And now it was just kind of like how am i going to make money right so that and then then you go into kind of like survival mode you know my wife is a, a small business owner as well she's a massage therapist so she can't go around to, you know and she makes house calls so we went quickly from like being like it's going to be a great spring to a zero income household and that was a, that was like a big punch to the gut. Like all of a sudden you're like, Oh, what just happened? Like the world is, is done. Right. And, um, so yeah, those first couple of weeks were really kind of, um, they were difficult, man. It wasn't not, it was not like an, an, an easy, like, Oh, this is, you know, just nice. I'll just take up some arts and crafts or, you know, figure out how to, you know making an igloo out of popsicle sticks or something it was like how are we going to live these next couple months so like transitioned into like i'm not i don't push hard on selling prints um i don't i'm not an advertiser on behalf of myself as far as you know in social media platforms but like you know like i took to like facebook and kind of wrote you know a thing about just kind of not like a poor me type of thing, but like, a Hey, like we're all, it seems like we're all going to be in this together. And if some of you are still fortunate enough to be collecting a salary and you've ever said, you know, man, I really love this picture and I love to love it as a print, like now would be a perfect time, you know, like, um, which thankfully like there's a bunch of people that stepped up and like, so we're okay for now. Um, but it's like this kind of immediate, like, adaptation that has to happen okay like i'm i'm not doing what i thought i was going to do and right. there's zero revenue um so what's next what what stone can i jump to because i thought i was on a pretty good rock there like you know even though river was still swirling around me like
1: i think I just, the good times are flowing from i want to say most people <clears throat> like the good times like the economy has been good Yeah. Uh, Yep. I think almost every, I talked to a lot of people on a regular basis. I mean, most people were either doing well in their business or their business was on the rise. Like they were excited and increasing their business and new opportunities were coming up. And uh, I mean, everyone was just like, it was just, I mean, it's been relative, just good times, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, it's like... like it's, it's like a movie, almost. Like, when you, like, look back at it, it's like... Yeah, yeah. Do, do, everything's yeah. great. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. Berr. Like, so yeah. you stop in the middle of the forest, you, you you know, you slam on the brakes, and it's just like, plot twist.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and there's a dude with a chainsaw, like, <laughs> and you're like, oh! Yeah, yeah, just slashing. Yeah, it's, um, it, it definitely was like a, um, an eye-opener those first couple weeks. And then you kind of, like all right. So I've transitioned into this. I, I still try and keep the emails going in a way. So I'm not like annoying people, but just being like, Hey, you know, like I'm still out here, you know, like let's just keep the lines of communication open, you know, just as far as I want, I still want to be on the other side of this. I still want to be a name that you recognize. Right. Um, right. So just kind of even just dropping a note and saying, you know, how's it going? How are you guys doing? You know, even if I don't, if I've never met the person, but I've had, you know, five or six emails or phone calls and things like that about possible things in the future that are going to be happening. Um, just kind of like, Hey, just checking in to make sure you and your family are okay. hoping everything as well. Like looking forward to brighter days, you know, that sort of thing. Um, just cause you know, there are two things there, you know, like I'm thinking about my family in the future, but I'm also like, you want to be a human being in all of this. Like, I don't just be like, hey, just, you know, I hope that we can still do things that we were planning to do before, you know, the world stopped spinning. Really? Um, and who knows? Who knows what's going to be different, you know? My. So then trying to think, okay, how can I get ahead of this? You know, can I get ahead of this? Like, can I come up with a concept that I can bring to a brand before this is all over so that they sort of have a plan for, you know, like things have changed. Like, can I approach camera brands and say like, there's no Olympics this year. What are you doing for the rest of the year? Here's my idea. You know what I mean? Like let's do something. Um, who knows? Right. Um, it's just trying to keep one foot in front of the other, keep getting down that path that wherever we were headed, you know, in January and February that felt so good or at least hopeful. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think I – don't, I don't think like in this life, especially this creative and entrepreneurial lifestyle, that there are too many moments where you're just kind of like sitting back and like and enjoying the breeze. You know, like it's <laughs> always like, oh, this could go – like I haven't gotten the contract yet, so I'm – there's no hope yet. You know what I mean? Like so it's – we you can have 12 great conversations, but once it goes up to a ladder that you don't have a personal – grip on like it's out of your hands still, you know? So the reality is always there for us. So this uncertainty is, it's not new. Mm. It's just, I think, increased awareness for everybody else who's may not have ever had to deal with that level of uncertainty. But for, for us, for creatives and for people that are running small businesses, and learning as we're building our business, because I'm not a business guy, right? I've got I'm, I'm a guy the camera, and I had to learn the business stuff through mistakes, All right? right. Not, not through, like, reading, you know, Forbes whatever magazine. Um, it was just kind of like, well, I know not to do that again. Um, and so as I'm learning and building these... Uh, experiences into wisdom it's kind of like it's it's never it's never guaranteed
1: right no it's uh it's a now that i think about it like thinking back like i was kind of as far as like my creative entrepreneur career i was kind of like born in to a situation like this like my first company we launched right in the middle of the recession (laughs) you know and it's a video production company and it was really difficult and I don't know if I've ever talked to you about it before, but, you know, I didn't have a place to stay. I stayed in my office. I slept on the floor. I'd bathe in the sink and had like a little gym membership to this place. And that's where I could get showers from time to time. And nice. uh, it was rough, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really rough times. On the bright side, uh once you kind of like let go of like the control. Like it also felt very free. Like I was like, I got nothing to lose. I got nothing. Like I'm just going to enjoy myself and do, you know, have a good time and, and create rad things. And we end up, you know, looking back as one of the funnest, you know, some of the funnest years of my entire life because of how free I felt, you know? And so it's so, yeah. it's, <clears throat> I don't know. There's always so much to be gained from every situation. You know, it's all about perspective
2: yeah. I was just going to say that. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're if you're living in the confines of what you think everybody else thinks that you should be doing, it's the pressure is so, there's so much more pressure for you. Right. And then, like, does that kill creativity? Do you thrive under that pressure or is that pressure not needed for, you know, um, for you, once once you realize, like, well, some of these things could work for me, but there are some of these things that I I don't find important, or I haven't I haven't had to go through that. I don't have that experience yet. I'm not, I'm like a very um, like sometimes I have to be hit over the head with something to understand, like to like find another way around. Like I'll bang up against the wall, you know, until somebody's like, you know, there's a door right to your left. Right. And you're like, Oh, okay. Got it. Um, Don't bang into walls anymore. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. What are some things that, you know, we were, we were talking kind of briefly when we first hopped on the call about wisdom. And I was just curious through like your own personal self-reflection during this time, what are some things that you've like learn about yourself, maybe about your business, things that you would do differently, things that you wish you had in place that, you know, you'll make sure you have in place just in case something like this happens again, which I personally believe, you know, there's a decent probability that some form of this will happen again, you know, just based on how long the cure like how long how far out we are from a cure and and various factors. And so what are some things that you've kind of learned during this? Well, um,
2: I, I, uh, let's see. <clears throat> I don't know that I would say that I necessarily have learned something new. I think I probably reinforced, um, the fact that nothing is guaranteed and that, and that we have to do our best every day. Right. So, like what we were talking about, where it's like, is there pressure to, you know, create something like new and magnificent? And, you know, like, I'm going to come out of here, you know, this quarantine, like it's like a shining golden baby that has just created something and it's brand new and no one's ever seen before. And like, and I was saying to you, like, dude, I try and do that every day. Like, so now I'm putting more pressure on myself and I'm doing that with like, how do you apply new ideas to archived images right it's kind of like it's a very difficult thing at least at least i think it is whether or not we're choosing to i'm choosing to spend this time to learn a new skill or to as far as the business goes just being ready um being ready any email that comes in is answered like in you know, five to 10 minutes or as, or as quickly as I can put something together that sounds, you know, thoughtful and professional. Um, but yeah, like I, I need to be, I need to be ready to go for when, you know, if, and when someone says, okay, like we're, we just got to go ahead. So let's start talking about, you know, concepts and timelines and planning and things like that. Yes, absolutely. Am I trying, I'm trying to learn a little bit more, um, on how I can bring my expertise via workshop over the internet and editing and screen sharing and doing that so that I <clears throat> have a viable source of income. You know, like I, I'm always, I'm always saying I have workshops. Um, but like I usually like to do a, I like to do them in person. So we talk and then we have some practical application, but now I have to adapt and shift, um, something that I was, I was actually listening to Eric Hercules podcast earlier on today. <clears throat> I was back and forth with him on the phone. I was like, dude, like, so he, because he's a musician and I, and I was a musician. I didn't know that about him. And like, you know, I've been, I've been, yeah, you know, that's what my all things, huh? I know. Right. And, and I'm, you know, like a jazz saxophonist, right. That's, I've been playing the saxophone for 35 years. Right. So like, and, and the things that music teaches you, especially in jazz is kind of, being able to create and adapt and change on the fly by listening to other things that are going on in the moment. You can have a, a roadmap, but you should also be able to kind of go off of what the piano player is doing or what the bass player is doing or the vibe that the drummer is giving you. Like, mm-hmm. so that is inherent in just my, my brain's patterns, right? right. Being able to like see, Oh, like, Oh, water is flowing down this way. Why don't I follow the water? Because that's where, you know, the path of least resistance is where the water goes. So let's, let's, let's follow it down this way. Yeah. Right? Um, so it's, it's been an interesting time as far as um, to say, like, what have I done? I think it's just that I've, I've, I've sat back a little bit and kind of like, I'm taking a wider view. Because up until this point, I was, like, sectioning off, okay, last week in March, I'm here. When I come back, I have this. And when I have this. And, you know, New York, it can be down to the minute, right? It's just kind of like boom, 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 boom. Um, Now it's just kind of like, what am I doing this week? You know? And it's a totally different feel and perspective. And there's this, like, weird, there's space all around you. And you're like... (laughs) I could fill it with anything I want or like I could just chill out and relax and put my phone down and close the thing and hang out with my wife and have a conversation you know for a walk like so I think it's I think it's definitely it's a that's it's a level there's a level of subjectivity there that's like to to each his own in how you're going to spend your time but it's always kind of like no matter like how the the curve of or of the graph or whatever we want to say is is, if we're still going up, like it may have flattened out a little bit as far as like our progression, right. across the x and y. But like like let's just keep on making sure that we're we're still continuing down the road.
1: Right. I I love that because you know oftentimes when you look at investments or personal growth, like most people don't chart. They're like they're not that you know, they're not charting their growth and, and various things. But if they did, like, I mean, like our day to day is like a crazy scale that's shooting. It's pinging from zero to 10 up and down all day long, right? Like, mm-hmm. boom, someone said something to you. You just shot to a 10. You instantly realize like, it's all good. You relax, you come back down <laughs> to like a five or, you know, whatever it may be. And then you have like th- times like this, you know, we have this uh outbreak happening right now. And so, things look to be going down, right? Or or they're pinging up and down with the trend down. But that's only when you're zoomed in to the one week, two week, one month, two month uh, level. You zoom back out to one year and you zoom back out to three years and you see that we're still on an upward trajectory in, in life and, and growth yep. and whatever it may be. And so that's one of them those lessons to where it's, you know, you can't, like, this too shall pass. Like, it'll it'll you will look back and it will pass and you will, you know, everything will be okay, but it can be really tough when you're in the eye of the storm to realize it's like the cloud, right? It's like cloudy, you look outside, it's cloudy and gloomy and you're sad. But the reality is like, dude, it, the sun is out <laughs> on the other side of those right. clouds. There's blue sky and the sun is shining. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, always. You yeah, know? absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this through the years of just how, I am personally be just because of my personality. I'm a, I'm a long game guy. So like, as long as I see this, whether or not it's, you know, 10 degrees, 20 degrees or 45 degrees, however, I, however, this trajectory arc is going, like I, I am okay. As long as we are increasing over time, if it's slower, but eventually I'm going to get there. Right. I'm going to get there. And I know that the foundations underneath me for however long it took to get to where I am now, like those were important steps. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's okay to, to slow down and play, play a longer, a longer game. Most um, definitely. cause there's always like, you know, you hear, you always hear the questions. How did you, how did you get so many people? And you know, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like I want to do this. And you're like, okay, well, to get to here, like there's like 50 different (laughs) stages of, of development that you have to get to. Like, it's not just kind of like I can sit down for a couple hours and be like, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do that. And, (laughs) and then you'll be where I am in three weeks. No, like I've been, you know, we're doing this for the better part of a decade now. And like, it's just starting to kind of like, there's no crest to the waterfall yet. Like I don't even hear the waterfall yet. You know, like I, I want to keep on going down that river and gaining more momentum, more momentum. Um, so it's just like, there has to be patience.
1: Most definitely. And it's, it's interesting because we all get to the, most people I think are trying to reach like the same destination, right? We just, everyone's just got a, a different way of getting there. Think about it is vehicles. Like we all like some people are in a monster truck, some people are on a jet, some people are walking, some people are all on the road, biking, some people are in the mountains. Like, but we're all trying to get to like the same place, like love, financial freedom to some extent, or or, or re- strong relationships, you know, finding what you know what you want out of life, pursuing your personal journey. Like we all have like these similar when you talk to most people, no matter how different we are, we all pretty much want the same things we're just all taking different routes to getting there so i always think it's really funny when people you know tell you like this is how you have to do this or this isn't it's like i mean i guess i mean that could work it sounds like it works for you It doesn't mean it's gonna work for john like john's got a totally different personality different skill set than you like he might not do as well taking the same path that you took he might need to take a much different path you know for him to to reach the well
2: hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, even when I'm talking, even when I'm giving workshops or I'm or like, you know, like I just did one the other day where, you know, I did an editing one online and, and throughout the process, I'm saying this is what I do. Like, I'm not showing you how to do this for you to replicate it. I'm showing you how to do this to see, Okay, well, he did that that's not really my style, but how can I take that? Like that, that part is up to you. Like I can show you what I do right. because we're, like you said, we're all on our different journey. Like we're, we all have a different vehicle. Um, and it's like, I can help you flatten out your curve a little bit as far as how long it takes to gain a skill as we, like you said, do these peaks and valleys, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's up to you how to, how you put them into practice.
1: Right some um, something else dude um yeah there's actually quite a few resources too so we're, I'm going to we're I'm working with the team on getting together like a a new blog post that's going to more or less kind of go over uh various software things that like software deals for creators so like there's certain companies I've been giving deals out on their software because of what's going on uh, there's certain grants available to artists, photographers, creators. There's certain financing options for artists, photographers, creatives. Reaffirming the various platforms that people can sell their work on that people just may not be all that aware of. Uh, there's also a lot of educational resources and platforms that uh due to what's going on are giving away free courses and free sign up for, you know, a few months and various things and so and legal resources as well. Like, there might be people that might be in some legal trouble or might have a case, and maybe they feel like they don't know what to do because they don't have a ton of money or whatever it may be. But there's also legal resources, like certain attorneys that represent artists and creatives and nonprofit type foundations and things like that. And so, gonna try to more or less put together a master resource list for creatives is like, hey, if Oh, it's awesome! Like, you guys should all check this out because there might be something here for you that is valuable. Right.
2: Exactly. Yep. Just a path. You're you're not saying that this is the this is the solution for you, it's but if options. it helps, yeah. like here, like let me centralize it. That's amazing. It's incredible. It's just options. That's why I stuff. love artificial so much.
1: I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what have you guys mm. been? What have you guys been? you know entertaining yourself with obviously it's a great time to catch up on you know movies and music books etc i know we were chatting let's just start with tiger king because that's <laughs> like let's just go let's that's just like die. dude what a trip dude it, it was
2: it was an amazing 3 days of <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, you know, I think the toughest decision was like, should we save a couple for tomorrow? And I was like, no way. We were like, this far in, there's two episodes, we're going hard. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, it's one of those stories that it's like, he, you don't want to watch, but you can't look away. You know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, Tiger King is definitely, it was like the, uh, we should call it like, we should, you should put out another blog and just call it Quarantinement, and just like all the different shows that you could possibly watch. Dude, like
1: I, we should.
2: <laughs> Quarantinement. I got to get off this call and trademark that right now.
1: Quarantainment. Quarantainment. We're, already, we're already printing the shirts in
2: the back, bro. No, oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that was an amazing, uh, I mean, I guess it was a documentary,
1: right? Yeah. First, so I, do, I was under the impression it was like a movie. And so I was kind of confused when the first episode ended. And then I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, this is a series. I'm like, okay. And then I remember at one point, I was just like, dude, how many more episodes of this show? <laughs>
2: how far can we go down this rabbit hole? Like,
1: this is, at one point, I was just like, dude, this is getting ridiculous. Like, who are your like, favorite characters out of the series? Um, I mean, obviously
2: you got to go with Joe exotic was the, the, the luminary, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like for me, which was really interesting was because I, my family has had, um, a home down in the Myrtle beach area that like Dr. Bug Devani Whatever his name is, the other guy with the white ponytail. Yeah, that Myrtle it. Beach Tigers, like, and that was like a thing that I always wanted to go to as a kid, like, oh, wow. but I never went to because it was like, I don't know, it was something like two hundred dollars a person or something. It was ridiculous, but like that, like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, they're talking about the dude in Myrtle Beach, like, I know that guy, like, I don't Doc, really know, Doc him, Antle. But, like, oh yeah, Doc Antle, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Power of Google in the midst of a podcast. Bogamon Doc Antle. yep that guy right so he was like that was a whole nother like it was like there i feel like there's so many like avenues that they can just dive deeper
1: into right like they're bringing new episode like a new episode or two out i heard and it's gonna be great and so that's gonna be wild carol baskin's been getting tons of heat you (sighs) know from dude Something is like I feel I'm one of those people that definitely trusts my intuition and just like watching that series, seeing the family's interview, seeing her like she's way too calm all the time and her husband looks like he's been like like the the man has been like beat out of him. Like the like there's nothing.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Like
1: there's nothing left in his soul. Like he is he is it's like the same as Doc, you know, the Bhagavan Doc Anta, like he's got all those wives. I've like in every like it seems like all these cat people have like these people that worship them. That dude, her husband, for sure worships her. Like she is the boss. Like that dude. Yeah, fully. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something is so off there, bro. <laughs> there's definitely times when I would look at my
2: wife and I would look at each other and be like like she would like giggle in the most like inappropriate like times. Like oh, she's like oh. In order for like a tiger to eat somebody, you have to cover him in sardine oil. And she's like ha ha ha. Like, like what? Like how do you know that? Like how does anybody know that? This <laughs> insane. It, yeah, it just like laugh it off and nobody says anything. I'm like, where's the follow up question to that one, documentarians?
1: Dude, I know.
0: <laughs> and then.
1: Bananas. Dude, towards the end, when Jeff Lowe and James Gerritsen, the the larger guy, oh, dude, yeah. it just started to get so chaotic. I feel like I was just like, yeah, like that guy, James Gerritsen is a character, dude. Like, yep. yeah, like he is such a little like Chucky, <laughs> like just such a little Chucky sleazeball.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was brutal, man. It like felt, you know, like how you're watching those movies, like even like, like Goodfellas when like it goes from like the good times to the transition point where like things start to feel uncomfortable and you're like, you're like, uh, this is a little rugged, you know, like how are they going to get out of this one type of thing? That's how like it felt when like all these extra characters started coming in. I was like, oh man, this is bad. This is
1: spiraling out of control. Too many people know too many people are involved. It's going to get sloppy. Dude. I think the best part though, is when Joe decided to run for, for office and Josh dial comes in as his campaign manager. Uh, poor guy. And dude, I don't like, he like never left. He just like showed up as his campaign manager and then like all hell broke loose and that dude, Josh, just like stayed around and was just like, yeah, he's Part like, he, well, Joe's, I'm in like, it now. Cult, like, yeah. like, I was just like, what? <laughs> he's, he's like, well, I'm still waiting for my
2: paycheck, so I'm not leaving until I get paid. So. <laughs> and so
1: then, crazy. but you could tell, like, he totally, like, felt, like, in lo- like loved Joe. Like, towards the end, you're like, dude, this guy definitely, like, is a fan of Joe and, like, is super yeah. bummed about <laughs> everything that's going on and just... Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... uh that was like a twist. It's so weird. It's so weird because you never knew who to trust. You never knew who to sympathize with. They did a good job of like keeping you feeling like off kilter. Like,
1: right? Yeah. You know, the, uh, is Carol
2: Baskin the victim here, or is she? Is she really the the villain?
1: Yeah, or is, dude, I'm I'm going with the latter. <laughs> 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 All right, I think the
2: majority of the people would agree with you. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I don't trust her, bro. <laughs> um anything else you've been catching up on? Um Dude, what's up with this Quibi? You you heard about this new app, Quibi. Supposed uh, to be like I, I, a big hit. Sounds like it's had a very po- like not the most greatest launch. It's like a it's like 10 minute episodes or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, it's like short form content. But is it like actual episodes of
2: shows that already exist and then they're cutting it down into 10 minutes or is it all new
1: content i don't know i'm I'm on complex i was i had to hit this site to remember all the characters names from the joe exotic (laughs) series (laughs) that's why i was so icy (laughs) on those names but uh, this quibi link i'm gonna click it because i'm just as confused dude i was reading about it on twitter and it sounds like they just put all poured all this money into like marketing and advertising and then It didn't didn't develop it necessarily, like hit the charts or anything. I'm not saying the app's not any good, but it sounds like uh, Quibi bites big stories, watch movie quality shows designed for your phone, new episodes every day. Sign up for Quibi now and get a limited time 90 day free trial. So, original shows created for your for your phone. So, like this is mobile specific long form, or shouldn't say long form, like short form series content. Yeah,
2: that's weird, huh?
1: And so, I don't know. I was just curious if you had had a chance to check that out. You'll have to. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't, no, because I've been,
2: you know, I've been in freaking GW Zoo in Oklahoma for the last week, so. It's Joe Exotic Zoo. <laughs> I just pulled that off the dome. You're looking at me like, what? Who, oh, what is <laughs> GW Zoo? <laughs> I didn't have to go to Complex for that. I remember that. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness, dude! I can't. And what's his name is opening a new zoo, right? I wonder if that's still in motion. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. There was some drama around. (laughs)
2: around. I know, like the other guy, he went into business with. Like by the end, was like, I'm out. (laughs) What a
1: weird. First of all, let's just let's just talk about big cat owners are odd. There's like a level of. Like, anyone, punk. I feel like if anyone tells me, like, oh, yeah, my friend owns a tiger or something, I'm going to be like, I don't know if I want to, like, right. part of me is like, I definitely want to go meet this person. <laughs> yeah. Part of me like, dude, like, I'm straight. Like, I don't want to get caught up in whatever they got. Like, they're just, they seem like odd people. I don't know any, like, normal cat, big oh cat my people. Gosh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're,
2: they're, um, they're brutal. It's just a little bit like there's definitely the world spins differently for them. Right. Um, which I mean, shoot, I guess if I had a tiger, I'd look at life a little differently too, but I don't know. Yeah. It's like, how do you get into that? And then it's like, as soon as you have a tiger, it's like, does that mean like life is totally going to be different for you for the rest? of
1: your Well, life? it's crazy. is thinking about this. Like, so you think about mm. like when, Instagram, think about how like people have animal accounts that do very well. Imagine if people, I mean, I thank God they didn't, but imagine if people had known that you could just like get a tiger for $2,000 and talk about having like the adventure photography account it's, like you and just like this tiger, like dude, right. that would have blown up so fast.
2: Yeah. So yeah. fast. I think it also depends on where you are in the country. Because like, I feel like if like if I had a tiger and I was walking around New York City, that wouldn't go over well.
1: Right. But it would right? still but blow if you had, up. Like, like it'd be so controversial. Like, like people would yeah. love you and people would hate you. Like your comments oh, would yeah. be so polar and torn, but like yep. it would <clears throat> blow up. I'm not Absolutely. saying like people would be like, Oh my gosh, cute like you would have the activists like out for you. Yeah. But then you'd have, you have like, other people that yeah. are just like, This is so cool. Like dude, it would be yeah that would have been i'm I'm glad that never was like a an instagram era of like
2: right yeah insta tigers
1: <laughs> insta cats <laughs> I didn't give anyone an idea with that but <laughs> yeah we'll edit that part out <laughs> um so what do you once all this is over, what are you most excited to to get back to doing or what's the first What's the one of the first things you want to do when you just can get out of the house and be free, be a free man again?
2: Mm, I mean, um, I think really just shoot, you know, like and Mm. and, um, whatever it is like just to. I mean, thankfully, I have, you know, hundreds of thousands of pictures that I can go through. But on a daily basis, like you, I'm going in, I'm like. What am I going to do today? Let me pick the one image out of those 100,000 images that's right. going to stand out to me the most, right? right? And so I think just like creating something new. Um, not to say that I'm not creating something new every day when I'm when I'm editing, but there's something like like holistic, like you see like the, the whole experience is there, like I woke up early, I saw a sunrise. I was able to enjoy the sunrise for myself and have, like, a new memory, right, and then come home, you know, upload the images, you know, find the one that speaks to me the most, edit it, and then share it, you know, with my thoughts for the day and have that kind of, like, completion. Right now it's kind of like I'm stealing from other memories, like, Mm -hmm. to try and create something current, which is a weird feeling, like, on a daily basis. Right. Um, So I'm definitely, like, I'm looking forward to um, going out and – just um you know who knows like if this like whole if and when you know like it's a whole if and when type of situation where it's like if it clears up and when it does like i'm ready to i'm ready to go like i i would love to you know reschedule some sort of trip to create con yeah i mean even if that has to wait i mean for me i feel like that that's probably gonna wait you know until next year at some point but like something else um i mean i'm i'm currently working on uh a book dude i was um, just
1: gonna call you out i was like dude i got uh, i know Bert i know book, Kevin cardoza pie arts uh paul ripke i'm like where is mr kyle kerr where is the paul cyber aerial photography book where is that so at?
2: yeah so um yeah back in like september i signed a signed a contract with a publisher um and we are in the process of creating a book together which will be out um in april of 2021 so stay tuned um but yeah that's a whole that's, that's a exciting. whole other process of dealing with the designer and the publisher and figuring out how all three voices where, like your the essence of you is there and now is being manipulated by other people. It's a, it's a, it's an odd experience. Mm-hmm. And like to, you're choosing your battles for, I want this or okay, I'm okay with switching up the theme of this. And so it's, it's a, again, it's a learning, learning through the process. Like it's great.
1: It's a unique book though. Right. I mean, <clears throat> are there like, lots of aerial photography books of New York city floating around.
2: There are, there are
1: some, I feel like there
2: are, there are definitely some out there like George Steinmetz is, you know, from that geo has done one. Um, and i and there's a number of other books that are out there, aerial New York. And, um, so there's maybe, I don't know. I don't I can't say maybe a handful, let's say a handful. Right. But, like, so this one will be, obviously, when it comes out, the most the most recent to date, right, that's going to right. show all the new additions to the Skyline that haven't been there in other books. So I'm having a little bit of different, like, I'm trying to reach out to get vantage points that almost look aerial from some of these new buildings that aren't quite finished yet, right? Um or new observation decks and things like that. So it's a, so like this whole process for me in the in the front end of it was like okay, we're doing aerial but like I also want to get some like vantage points from as well, especially some of these places that are going to have observation decks or new you know, vantage points that not a lot of people get to, get a chance to see. So it's S-s-s-
1: Speaking of vantage points real quick, weren't you just at some like unique opening of something in New York City? Yeah, I edge. saw you and Andy and yeah. Silva and, like, a bunch, of, a bunch of the cats out there.
2: Yeah. What was Yeah, that? it was – so uh, Hudson Yards uh, on the west side of Manhattan um, has a building that has the tallest outdoor observation deck on like, the 110th floor. Wow. And uh, it has this, like, section in the observation deck that's, like, that's see-through glass. Uh-huh. So like you can walk over it and like all of a sudden you're not like on a platform, but you're like, you're <laughs> over buildings below you. Right. Cause the <laughs> thing is an overhang out of the, bu- off the side of the building. So it's super cool. Yeah. And would they, just before they opened up, I used to be an H, uh, but put together a morning, a sunrise morning there. Um, and yeah, so it was a bunch of creatives. Uh, that was the last time I saw, it, uh, uh, Jeremy Cohn before he turned into like the amazing quarantine cutie boy that have you seen that no what i <laughs> haven't seen that, oh my gosh, shut up, I brought you something, so like you got to check him out, so he did this whole thing where like he was starting out like just taking pictures of people doing things on their rooftops, and like then like he saw a girl dancing and he sent like his drone over with his phone number, and she called she actually like texted him. And then they like, they went on a date and he put himself in like a bubble boy bubble, like, and (laughs) for a walk with him. Like he was in the New York, New Yorker, did a New Yorker magazine, did like a whole thing on him. Like, honestly, like just crushed it. Like if you want to talk to somebody who's like, who's doing stuff in the quarantine, like he's your dude. Like he just exploded.
1: Yeah. So awesome to, To see, like, yo, he found love. This is, dude, this is, that's what I mean, man. Like, that's so beautiful. It's not always, you know, like, like, this is probably the best thing that's ever happened to him. (laughs) Like, he's, you know, he's like, right.
2: Yeah. Like, and it just originally came from, like, just, like, I'm bored. Let me see what other people are doing. And, like, he got, like, a, you know, one to 400 lens. He was just taking pictures of what people were, random people were doing on, on, the rooftops around his his
1: apartment, and there's and see that's like the pros and cons too. I think of living in different places. Like in Boise, Idaho, we don't have a, like the tallest building. I think it's like twenty maybe twenty stories. Yeah, um, and that's like oh my gosh, but we don't have epic people watching. You know, where you can just like pull out your your four hundred and just oh I know get in the action of just you know, like my chronicles
2: would be like. The squirrel is back. I think he's <laughs> taunting me.
1: You know, like, my, like my cat. I'm just like, dude, my yeah. cat is a trip. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I'm like, well, there he is again. I'm like, why is he looking in the window at me? You know? But yeah, so it. it yeah. So anyway, so so Trump Cohen was he just kind of he crushed it man. it was amazing. Um, still is it's still going on. So it's it, it's That's, it's great. It's like a soap opera. He's like, you know, on like episode four. He's like, episode five is coming up. Like, and so he leaves you on these little cliffhangers, which is perfect. You know, you're just kind of like, oh, I
1: can't wait to see the next one. So awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
2: He does a lot of like fast cuts and he's narrating while it's going on. So the cuts are like in line with how he's speaking and he's just speaking normally. Like, okay, so I was doing this. I went here. I went to do this. So like the cuts are like really great and energetic and like feels happy, you know? So like he, he really did. He really did a good job. That's good. That's man. Jeremy Cohn for that. For, yeah, for shout out, dude. Making a little bit more beautiful.
1: Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, would you? What was the process like? Getting like to take it a few steps back. Part of me has been thinking: there's all these people at home, sitting with thousands, tens of thousands of just like amazing photographs on their computers, and for those that do have some spare time now's probably a great time to think about putting all your, your body of work into some type of print format. Like why not mm-hmm. create a product in your downtime? And so yeah. for you, obviously you took like you went to the top. You didn't do like an independent just like printing it on some website. <clears throat> but what is that process for anyone that's curious about trying to get a book deal and, and do that? What was that process like for you?
2: So like all of our conversations, I can only tell you how it happened for me. Right. right? And so which it was kind of for me, this this is all these kind of weird, you know, like in me, I'll I'll, I have like my little everyday miracles. And this was like a a giant one. Right. So um, two, almost two years ago now, I got I I was reached out to by the Statue of Liberty Ellis Island Foundation, um, and they were um, asking me if I could capture some images of the new museum that's on statue, uh, on the statue of Liberty, Liberty Island, Liberty Island. And I said, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I I was working at fly nine at the time. So I was like, maybe I can, you know, get them to help me out and get some aerial images of the construction and stuff. So that's how it kind of started. And then I would visit every, every once in a while throughout the construction and take pictures of the site. And, you know, they moved the torch in blah, blah, blah. So all these kind of little milestones, I would go out and Photograph, and it was you know like a pro bono type of thing because who doesn't really want to be associated with the Statue of Liberty in some sort sort of way, right? Right.
1: Especially in like National. your home, like your right. you know, your state, your place, right? Um, so I was like super, you know,
2: humbled and and thankful that they they just kind of reached out to me out of nowhere. Um, Cause so it was baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 when the museum was getting ready to open up a few months before that, they reached out to me again and said that they're doing a, a new book on the Statue of Liberty. And would I be willing to, uh, once again, you know, step up to the plate and donate some images for the book. And, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, all right, I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause you know, the the, The emotional side of me was like yes, right, and then the others, the business side of me was like, dude, you know, like, and then, you know, you're kind of back and forth with that, like wrestling, like, do I ask for, you know, compensation on this or, or, and I just kind of just said, you know what, look, let me just kind of, let me just do how I feel like, you know, my heart is telling me to, to, to be a a player in this one, so. I sent in some images, and I was back and forth with the designer and the and the publisher. And one of my images was it, it was between two images, and one one of them was mine to be the cover of the book. Um, so I got an email from the designer, and he was like, "Hey, dude, you know, like, look, we we really wanted this image, but the publisher went with the other one." I saw that the publisher was on the email, so I just hit reply all, and I was like, "Oh man, that's okay." I'm like, "You can just tell the publisher you can make it up to me." By giving me my own book deal and like 10 minutes later the publisher wrote back and was like we'd love to do a book with you and this designer um his name is Diego from yummy colors um incredible designer um so like and it was just like it was that right and we're <laughs> like what right and I was like I said to him, I don't know I just think I, I think I just got a book deal like and then it took a couple months you know we we created a deck to bring to him and this is our concept and, you know, this, this is what we were thinking that we want to do. And, you know, as, as time went on, uh, it was a few months after that, uh, that finally like the the email came and was like, Hey, sorry, it's taken so long, but yeah, we're ready to move forward and sending out contracts and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, if I hadn't just sent that email, it's like, you know, it's already no, if I don't ask anyway. Right. So like, what's the harm in me just? you know even just you know half half going insane. For hey, sure. You can make it up to me, you know? Um I think that was brilliant. You planted the seed. Yeah. Yeah. And that was I mean, so that was that was really it. And then it was just a matter of like, you know, contracts and legal things and setting stuff up. But then the the big part is really just going through and trying to find images that <clears throat> a maybe I've posted before, but treat them differently or things that I know that I can't post, you know, in one platform, but I really love because they're different. And they're, they're more me sometimes than other things that I can't necessarily post on social media because it takes too much for people to think about, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's a level of like simplicity that when we're in the scrolling society, right, right? It has to be like, here's a stop sign. It's red. And it says stop in the middle. Like that's how I have to try and get it out on Instagram. But in in the larger, in the essence of the world and photography, like I want it to be a thoughtful process. So, so I try and balance those two things, um, in my creative life to be able to make it work on Instagram. But I have a lot of pictures that were never published that I absolutely, like I was going through, you know, years of, aerial archives and just being like, whew. like I just posted a picture two days ago of a picture that I took in July of 2015 with my Canon five D and it like, it's one of my favorite pictures of New York. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like all the way up the East river and it was like windy and bendy. And you can literally, if you zoom in, you can see every bridge from the 59th street bridge all the way out to the Verrazano bridge. Um, all the way down the East River, and it's like
1: the one taken from Harlem.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Dude, that's so and epic. and that and like. So, for anybody listening, like, yeah, that was with a five D. Like now, we're like four more iterations up or five more with the EOS R and the R five that's coming out. Like, but that picture was one of my favorites, and it's like, it it that camera is still one of my favorite cameras. I don't have it anymore, sadly. Um, but I loved that camera because it had, like, that... It was that first generation of DSLR yep. that, like, came out that was, like... But it had this kind of analog look and feel to it because it was a lower megapixel. And it wasn't, like, everything is like, so crisp and clean. Like, right. you had to get the shot, right? Like, where, the like, the soft edges were still okay, you know? That's I about the like, Mark
1: II. The 5D Mark II, I feel like, was the... Like, that was, like, dude, that's the camera. Like, that was mm-hmm. a great, great camera. And we, I still have one. Um, granted, it stopped working, like, two years ago. And I keep telling myself one day I'm going to just take it apart and see if I can't figure something out. You know, it's not really worth paying yeah. it to get fixed. But right, uh, it was just such a freaking awesome, awesome camera,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah. That camera was definitely the game changer because that's, that's the one that kind of introduced it the hd video right in the dslr yeah.
1: well that's what i got it for yeah back in the day like we were we were the dudes on the block that had like it was like oh my gosh they got a 5d mark ii that music video was shot on a 5d mark ii <laughs> yeah sick
2: yeah yeah man yeah it's um yeah it's amazing right i jumped from a used 5d to a 5d mark three and i think the first time like i got the 5d mark three and i went out shooting I, I like i took one shot and i looked at it and i just like started doing like a little happy dance because it was like <laughs> it was just like generations better you know and i was yeah. like oh my gosh this is a game changer
1: you know <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah so crazy so what's crazy a, what's a piece of gear that you wish you that you don't have that you wish you had whether it be a camera, lens, gimbal. That's a good one. Um, I've, you know, obviously because the
2: aerial aspect of my photography is so prominent, you know, in in the public spaces that I, that I inhabit. Um, a drone is definitely like, I don't have a drone.
1: Oh,
2: Like, so people are like, Oh, these are great drone pictures. I'm like, no, this is from a helicopter, you know? So it like, I, I, I want, that's probably like, one of the the next kind of
1: like what kind of drone like a mavic pro drone or like a? yeah i think i think just learning
2: i have a i have a unique perspective right because i understand how things already look from above right Right. but but it's from a first person type of situation like i'm there right right I'm feeling like the space between me and the building. And now I'm going to be remote controlling something with two feet firmly on the ground. And how will that change my perspective? How will that change the choices that I make?
1: Right.
2: You know, like when I'm, when I have to get a look down, like I'm literally like I'm leaning out (laughs) to get my feet and the skids of the helicopter out of my frame. right? Right. So it's like, but now I have this little doodle, right. That's going to be up in the air taking pictures and
1: Yeah. So what? What are the drone? So where? Like, what are the drone laws like in New York City?
2: They're pretty. They're pretty severe. I mean, yeah. I, I for me, it makes sense for me to go out and get certified, right, and insured right. because. So this do is what like.
1: So, like, would you be able? Could you get the same shots you're getting in the heli, from a drone?
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe not like the super high altitude ones, but um, but there's also, you know, there has to be communication with air traffic control. You have to know where the flight restrictions are, and sometimes on a daily basis, they change around the city. If there's a baseball game, you can't fly up this far, you know, because Yankee Stadium, you can't fly within a mile of Yankee Stadium when there's people in the – you know, like there's all a whole bunch of different things um, that go into play with New York, so – you know, and a lot of the times you see images and videos and you're kind of like, well, it's, that's illegal. Right. And you're kind of like, and for me, like I try, I, I, you know, like I try and remain inside that responsible kind of range of like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to influence somebody else to make a decision that if they're not used to flying a drone somewhere. Right. And then, it hits the side of a building and falls down and lands on someone's head because you weren't supposed to be there. This is New York city. You're not like, it's not just like your battery died and it fell down in a field somewhere or no. on the side of a mountain. Like there's millions of people everywhere. So you, there's a possibility of something falling a couple hundred feet and landed on someone's head could be catastrophic. Right. Most definitely. So, so yeah, so that would take some time for me to kind of learn those procedures. Get, I think it's called a part one Oh seven is your, your certification to be able to fly um, I guess anywhere to be a licensed drone pilot. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be the route that I would go um, just because the regulations and things like that. I have some, what of an understanding of it because of the amount of time that I spent um, at flying ion and in the operations aspect of it, like we can't do this cause we have this. And like, so I, I know certain things, but like, you know, again, that'll be something that I'll have to learn.
1: Yeah. Dude, we need to just get you a freaking heli with, like, a Hasselblad outside, just and you just cruising, just you flying yourself. Do you imagine flying, yeah. like, a helicopter designed for, just for aerial photography? Like, you had, like, this big monitor, and you're just oh, like...
2: That would be amazing, right? <laughs> like, flying a shot over camera, like, with drone <laughs> drone propellers. That would be so great. Yes. Sign me up. That'd I'm be, down for anything.
1: That would be epic. Um, Dude, it's been great chatting with you. Um always great. Always a good time. Anything you want to leave the community with before we hop off? Um especially during these 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 times. Yeah. You know, uh
2: look, we're all we're all in this as as we see, we're all in this together, right? Um I think just having perspective that um and I wrote this the other day in one of my captions that you know, we we may all be in this together, but we're definitely not all in the same boat here. So understand that certain people are um, having it a little bit easier and have a little bit more time to pursue these creative things. Say if they're still collecting a paycheck, you know, from a job and they're an enthusiast and they're learning and they're excited. Uh, full-time creatives like don't feel like you have to come out with like the next masterpiece or whatever, just allow, allow it to come to you. Um, and then also keep in mind that, you know, our, our actions, especially it's incredible how, how, how something like a pandemic can, can really show how our actions directly affect other people. And be thoughtful in the choices that you're making, the risks that you're taking, because they're not just affecting you. They could possibly affect other people, and especially people that are already sacrificing time with their families or their health or their well being to take care of other people. So be safe, be thoughtful, and uh, be gracious to one another.
1: My man. Paul Cyber ladies and gentlemen at beholding i make sure to check him out on Instagram again that's at beholding i thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the AOV podcast if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast we just released a new tutorial for how to launch a podcast on a budget so if you guys have had the itch and you guys have something that you want to share or stories you want to tell or start something unique and, and, then audios, your, you feel like that's your format, then dude, I highly recommend you guys to check out the guide, um, and start a podcast. Like let's do it, baby. I'd love to, to, to hear from you guys. So if you guys need anything, feel free to holler at, me at my personal account at wonder Prince. Other than that, always much love to you guys. And uh, we'll catch you next time.
0: The MSI Creator Awards is honoring creative professionals all over the world who are dedicated to 2D graphic design, 3D animation, and video editing. MSI created the online contest to explore and recognize the talents in the industry. Get ready to let your imagination run wild and showcase your unlimited creativity with MSI content creation. Submissions run until May 13th, and prizes will be awarded within four categories. Learn more at MSI.com.